Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you, Ma... Momex? Mama times eight. Oh, mama times eight. Could that possibly mean that this woman has eight children? I'm guessing. Oh my gosh. Whose review Mom-X. reads? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Momax? No, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> Phonics is for is, is fun. Uh, she <laughs> says, oh my goodness, it makes my day every time I see there's a new episode. I'm a mail carrier and I probably look pretty silly while I'm walking down my route because I'm literally LOLing. Aww. I love you guys. Oh, that's fantastic. And I also love that she's a mail carrier and she goes house to house. Like, we don't Aww. have mail carriers that do that down here because Florida's weird and there aren't neighborhoods like there are in other spots, right? That's so about true. That. Like, they're, they're, like, she's probably from up north and they walk because the houses are really close and they have like row houses. We don't have that here. And they have the slots. Yeah. Wow. I just, a- I think it's super neat. Reminds me of a better time. Right. I get it though. I get what you're saying you know what when saying? they used to get attacked by dogs because they were out of their. Well, car. no, I didn't. I didn't oh. want anyone attacked. That wasn't my point. But but oh. but sure, let's go there. I'm your host Meredith from That's Inappropriate, and I'm your host Tiffany from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we are not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be horse crap. <laughs> On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we're going to talk all things marriage because we've got a guest today. So we're going to have a a brief history and critique of romantic love. When is it really time for couples therapy? 11 ways marriage can change when you have a baby, according to moms. (laughs) And we're welcoming our guest co-host, Danielle, from the Marriage and Martinis podcast. Her her worst half, because he's not here, so we'll call him that Adam. Boo. Boo is her husband who she does the podcast with. Yep. Hi, guys. Oh, there she is. A surprise. Hi. Hello. We're we're (laughs) British. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. We are excited. And it says, in many ways, they're really just an average married couple, but in some ways, they're definitely not your typical married couple as they've really tried. Wait. (laughs) And they've really not tried. Wait. What is to say? And they've really not tried to be. Okay. Exactly how you're stumbling over your words. That's exactly how we've done marriage. All right. So you're on to something here. All right. Um, that's probably the secret that kept them together. All right. I get it now. I, I, I get it. I get it. They know who they are and do what's right for them in their marriage. It turns out that people will judge no matter what. So you really have to do what's best for you and your spouse. Because in the end, it boils down to the two of you and your connection. Oh. No one else can make that happen. Mm. They've learned so much along their journey and made so many mistakes, but they've never given up and have found so much happiness in spite of all the hardship. No one said it was going to be easy, and it hasn't been. Mm. But man, do they have fun, laugh, and keep each other youthful and wild. They also give each other gray hair and heartburn now. (laughs) I literally want to crawl under the table right now. (laughs) No, I love it. It's so cute. It's fantastic. (laughs) It makes it sound so much nicer than it really is. (laughs) Well, good. I'm so glad you're here to talk about the truth then in that because I think a lot of people lie about marriage. Oh, yeah. No, no, not us. (laughs) So we're all here because we've we've all struggled as moms. And anyone who says they haven't is lying to your face. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So let's open up the show by welcoming Danielle from Marriage and Martinis. And we'd like to um, welcome you, Danielle, to share a mom fail moment. Oh boy! Surprise! <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> we oh, we tricked I don't even you. Have a, okay, let me think. Um, there's so so many. Um, I mean, should I give one of my husbands since he's not here? I can throw him under the bus. Yes, sure. Okay, so my husband's. So we have three kids, and uh, we have my oldest daughter. Um, is well at the time she was 11, and she was uh, just starting. She was in middle school, and um, I was away for the weekend. My husband was in charge, so um, it was a lot. So on a Friday, I said, "Okay, you need to, you know you need to drive her to school because she has a project. I don't want her taking the bus. The project could be could get uh, messed up." So fine, he's like, "Okay, no problem." So they get in the car. Um, she has her project. They drive to school. She has her headphones in on the way to school, listening to her music. They get to the school. He pulls up. He's like, okay, babe, get out. She's like, dad, this isn't my school. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. She, he's like, what, what do you mean? She's like, no, no, this was my school last year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. I'm in it. middle school now. Fast forward to the following year, I'm away again. I, I really don't go away that much. She gets sick in the middle of the week. He needs to go pick her up from school. He goes to school, asks for Mia, and they're like, there's no Mia here. Mm. I, again, he went to the wrong school. <laughs> he went to elementary school. Well, there we have two middle schools. We have a sixth grade school and a seventh, eighth grade. So he was still going to the sixth grade school. She was in the seventh and eighth. So, you know. That's that's the kind of stuff that that happens around oh, the Silverstein household. So funny. <laughs> They're in the city. They're in the tri-state area, so it's much bigger. But I feel like I could pull the same, and so could Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I listen. I could give you a thousand of my my mom fails, but we're kind of uh, mad at him. Well, he's not. Well, here. yeah. Yeah, great. No, he's yeah. Agreed. So why don't you tell us, why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Well, when did you start? Why did you start doing it? And what, what makes you continue to do it? And, and I don't mean that. I mean, like, cause it, 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 first of all, you're married to your, to your podcast partner. So that's intense and it is a lot of work outside of all the other things. So tell us about it. Yeah. Um, well, we, we basically a few years ago for a while now, we've been married for 16 years now. Um, and for a little while we were really struggling. It's always been kind of a struggle, but for a little while we were really struggling. Like I'm talking, there was some alcoholism, there was some gambling stuff. Um, like just feelings of abandonment. It was really bad. Like we were at a really bad place. And um, my husband was um, like leaving a lot for the weekends and everything. And I needed him home. I needed him safe. Um, I needed to know where he was. And I felt also like he really needed to feel like uh, worthy and like he was doing something that was, you know, going to build his confidence back up and maybe put his energy in a different direction. So um I knew he loved podcasts. Like he loved podcasts even before podcasts were cool, like right. 10 years ago. Right. And um, so I, you know, I had a blog, a mom blog, and I started thinking to myself, like, wait a minute, maybe we were going through this crazy time. We're both pretty funny. We're both pretty like honest and authentic. We kind of don't ever hold back. We're willing to say anything. I was like, why don't we start a podcast while we're going through what we're going through. 
And uh, I told him about it. This was like, uh, I, I guess, exactly, almost exactly a year ago, let me March of 2018. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, and I said to him, you know, I, I thought he was going to be like, you're ridiculous. That's crazy. And I said to him, I'm like, why don't we start a podcast? And he was sort of like, you know, maybe that's not such a bad idea. And mm. I was blown away. And then, um, you know, we started to buy equipment and we would like stare at the equipment and be like, okay, what are we going to do with this? <laughs> um, had no idea what we were doing. And then just like one day we're like, we have to bite the bullet. We have to just record our first episode. And we did. And it sucked. And we recorded it like two times more. Both times were terrible. <laughs> and then we were like, we need to just release it out into the world. Like we can't sit on this anymore. Right. So um, we put it out and, you know, of course, it was like all our friends and family downloading it at first. Um, <laughs> and then we recorded the second episode and something just kind of clicked and we were sort of like, OK, we might have something here. And uh, and it's been I mean, ever since it's been like a roller coaster ride and um, we revealed things on uh, a podcast that, you know, I hope my children never listen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I hope they do because, you know, we never say anything bad or, you know, anything I would want. I wouldn't want them to hear. Like, like what did you reveal? Bad. Something sexual or? Oh, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> so, so many things that like literally before I record, we give, um, we'll, we'll give a warning to, I'll be like, you know, mom, dad, sit this one out. <laughs> oh, nice. You know, my third grade teacher, this isn't going to be the one you want to listen yeah, to. Yeah, right. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, so there's there's a lot of that. But but there's also been, you know, he's he's also made some great strides. And, um, you know, he's he's not he hasn't been gambling anymore. And, um, you know, we're we're on like a whole totally different route still, you know, still recovering and still trying to get back on two feet, but we're, we're getting there. I'm bummed. He's not here because I feel like him and I have a lot in common. Um, uh, well, have, well, we'll have to do it again. Yes. <laughs> um, I am an alcoholic <laughs> and an addict and, um, not that he's the alcoholic. I'm assuming. Did I do? He is. Okay. He is. Whew. Yeah. Um, I should, say, I should say was, I should say was, um, he's, yeah, well, I'm always going to be an alcoholic. The most important thing uh, for people like me is having love and support from somebody because you feel so unworthy of love and you feel so hopeless. So to have somebody say, hey, I see you're hurting. Here's an idea and have it be successful is incredible. And I think that's so amazing. So good on you. For I that. agree. I agree. I think Thank it's you. fantastic. So do you guys record? Uh, is it weekly? Yeah, we do weekly. Okay. Sometimes we'll put out two, but, you know, it's really hard. And we literally like right now I'm sitting in our we're in our living room pretty much and we have three kids we have two dogs who you might hear bark at some point and you know it's it's so it's a struggle to find the time but our listeners are so awesome and they kind of know at this point like they're gonna hear our kids slam doors and they're gonna hear the dogs bark and everyone's super cool about it so it's nice how old are your kids now my kids are 13 11 and 7 meredith that's right up your alley. We do. I have a 13, a 10, and an 8. Oh, okay. Wow. And you've been married 16 years. Yeah. I love following your Instagram. Oh, Because thank you. your memes are hilarious. <laughs> and they're so true. You just had one You just had one the other day about driving in the car. And, oh, yeah. Oh, and it was, yeah. About, it was about how marriage is basically just your wife gasping and your husband, like, at nothing or something, and your husband, like... 
over and over again in the car until somebody dies or something. And then you had another one about just the constant arg- like arguing. Marriage is a bunch of just arguments until one of you, like somebody dies or something. But it was mm-hmm. just so spot on. And I was like, yeah, that's marriage. Yeah, we're we're pretty. We don't at this point. You know, the the one thing that was good too is from the beginning, we were basically like, listen, you know, we're gonna put it all out there. So if you're the type of person who is uncomfortable um, hearing things or reading things, this isn't gonna be the podcast for you. And that was really, I'm glad we did it like that because now people know. I mean, you know, if you're if if you don't want to hear it all, then it's it's that's not the place to be. But if you do. It's right up your alley. Well, and and then you feel at home. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, I, I yeah, and we feel like who we are. We're not, you know, we're not the type of people to hold back. And so, it's nice. To be able well, to and I think it's, ex- I think it's, it's, ex- it's exhausting to try and act like someone else. Mm-hmm. Don't you like when when you like I do like I think I physically when some like sometimes my husband would be like just be nicer and it's like no that's so hard for me <laughs> and not just and not just because like not just because I don't want to be but because that's not who I am right like and it's not that I'm not trying to be nice it's just I'm so blunt mm-hmm. and straightforward it will come off as oh you were trying to be nasty and it's like no no just honest but I, I admire that about you so much well but it gets me in a lot of trouble like this weekend. Like I like you, I feel like you're the friend who like stands up for the friend who's too meek and afraid to stand up for themselves. I forget what happened, but I wasn't going to like speak up about something. And you're like, no, we are going to fix this. Like, I forget what it was, but it was well, so cute. Well, we just I don't know that life is way too damn short. So it's like, just say what you need to say. If you don't like it or you don't want to hang around or you don't want to be involved, like get out. It's fine. I, Move uh, along. Really quick. And I'm sorry, Danielle, not to take away from this, but I've been dying to just tell the world this for a little bit. Um, so we'll get back on track in a second, but I just want to let you guys know that at Legoland, uh, this weekend, a big burly man came up to Meredith and was like, Hey, is that your son? The tall boy right there. And she's like, yes. And we thought she was going to be in trouble. And he's like, I just want to let you know. He's like, uh, my son was being picked on and your son came over to those boys and told them to leave him alone and invited my son over to play with him instead. Like Meredith's son rescued this kid from being bullied. And it was, I cried my eyes out. So I just want to say that you're doing an amazing job and it made my whole life. And, um, I cried about that for a long time. I thought that was so sweet. He was very sweet about it. And he, and, it, it was it was very nice, and he you know he gave me a, a, the highest compliment a parent could be paid. You know, he said you're obviously you're doing a good job as yep. a parent. So it was, uh, yeah. Well, we'll talk. We can talk about that later. But yes, it was very fan. It was it was very heartwarming, um, and it, it does reaffirm the fact that although pa- like marriage, parenting is extremely difficult, but you do really like those wins when you get them, and it makes it worth oh. it. it. Makes all the all the all the crap that you go through worth it. And nobody was around. He wasn't doing it for like, you know what I mean? He was just doing it because that's his soul. And well, it. he's, he's my, he has, he's very empathetic. Ugh. My oldest is a. He doesn't get that. Uh, 
was. <laughs> I, was just kidding. I heard. I heard you say that. You didn't even hide it. Okay. I was, <laughs> I'm right. sorry to get so off where, track. So where can where can everybody find you before we get started? Because you're going to co-host this whole episode, so you're here with us through the duration. But tell everybody where they can download your podcast and where they can find you and and all of that. Sure, you can uh, download our podcast pretty much anywhere that you get podcasts. You can go on marriagemartinis.com, and we have all the links there. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you can keep up to date. We're always letting everybody know when we release uh, new episodes. And um, and if you sign up for emails, you can we'll, we'll let you know everything that's happening. So In the email. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. So funny memes. Get her on Instagram. Marriage stuff podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. Her memes are great. I've shared a couple of them on the Facebook. I want to see them. They're hilarious. Oh, thank you. Okay. Appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you. Oh. Oh. It does. Thank you. Let's keep this going. Oh. got her fooled. All right. We've got her fooled. All right. So let's get into it here. You're going to want to switch to the page of your script. You know I'm going to want a girl. That's right. Girl with a U. Today's drunk (laughs) Meredith. (laughs) Today, today it's tr- <laughs> sorry you had to be there <clears throat> hey guys what kind of process is marriage okay nothing I, I don't know fine a process of finding out what kind of man your wife would have preferred <laughs> What? Oh, I get it. I don't. A process of finding out what kind of man your wife would have preferred, meaning she got you. What did she really want? (laughs) It was a very wordy joke that, if you ask me, wasn't very funny, but... I thought it was going to be like, what kind of process is marriage? Like, Swiss cheese. (laughs) What? I thought it was going to be like processed cheese for some reason. I don't know why that's that's where my head went. All in all, this was terrible. (laughs) Everything about about Swiss cheese and I think about marriage, I'll take Swiss cheese, I think. Because Swiss cheese is delicious. (laughs) And Swiss cheese sucks. Sorry. I'm sorry it's not. Are you more of a cheddar girl? <laughs> so or? Listen, I love all. Uh, like a mozz, a nice mozz. Eddie you, and all. Uh, mozz is applesauce. Mozz, mozzarella. Oh. oh, God. All right. So in trending marriage news. So I thought we would do marriage topics throughout the entire show because I believed <laughs> that both of your, the husband and wife podcast team were going to be here. Um. So uh, I hope a horse poops on your husband because he's not here. <laughs> What a weird. (laughs) Maybe they have a lot of horses in the tri-state area. I don't know. Um, So what I thought we would do is basically. (laughs) Did you just. He comes home from work and he's like, honey, you ain't going to believe what happened today. The darndest thing. I got pooped on my well i just figured a big animal you know not like a dog or a cat but a horse that would require like a car wash shower you know what i'm saying all right so let's let's um so in trending marriage news i just came across an article called a brief history and and critique of romantic love and what they what they were talking about was really what danielle was talking about at the beginning of the show how marriage is really just a whole bunch of work and all of this hard stuff comes up and if you if, if you decide not to bail because people bail and and you know shit happens it's let's tempting. just be honest it, it can be tempting and and sometimes just sometimes there are, it is the right move to go like there are times when you just it needs to be a clean break. Oh, for sure. But if 
you want to try and continue to make it work, you know, you have to get rid of all of the, um, you have to, you have to be honest about what marriage is really about. And this article was actually super interesting because I read this whole thing. Um, it was from Mark Manson. And what he says is that, um, there's actual, absolutely romantic love doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. It was made up by, um, the industry, the economic industry, and basically sold to us because they could sell us products and ideas and movies and gestures and all of these things and make a bunch of money off of it. And romantic love doesn't actually exist. Okay. I don't understand. So the point of what he was saying is that, um, we've been sold an idea. Right. So you're selling you. So like, think about the movie, The Notebook. Oh. <laughs> okay. Every, right. Yep, okay. Yep. You, you both audibly gasped. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was this movie about like this, just undying, unrelenting love where it just, it had to happen and it took years, but they got there and it was just this thing. And then even after she had lost, you know, um, had Alzheimer's and she was, she was losing this battle to it. And she's, you know, in this nursing home facility that the husband comes and reads from this notebook to her. Whoa. And then, spoilers. Okay. Almost everybody on the planet. <laughs> just kidding. It's like 20 the, years old. And the point of the, in the end is that they both die together arm in arm, right? Like they, they, they take their last breaths together. That happens. Couple. Okay. So just hold on. Sorry. But the point is that industry is selling you something. Then you turn and you look at your marriage and you're like, screw you, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When was the last time you read to me from a notebook of our love? Yeah. And it's like, never, because nobody does that, right? right? Like, it's not a real thing. So they're selling you. The industry is selling you this. It's the same way I feel about Valentine's Day. It's oh, total bullshit. Don't get her started. Bullshit. Because they're selling you. This is an economic gain. They're trying to basically make the year-end goal in February. So then what are we, what are, what, 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 what is the point of this just to procreate, just bang with no emotions and just make a humans? No. <laughs> uh, the painful truth about love is that real, the real work of a relationship begins after the curtain closes and the credits roll. The we, the real work of a relationship is all about the boring, dreary, unsexy things that nobody else sees or appreciates. Uh, so they're saying that the real work of marriage comes in those things. And then out of that can blossom, uh, a very, uh, true connection to another person. But what they're basically trying to say is anybody who buys into the idea of romance in the beginning of a relationship will end up feeling slighted when it doesn't happen that way. But okay. So, but in the beginning it is possible. Well, of course, but they're saying, I felt notebook love. But I also think that a like month. a month, I don't, I wouldn't, I almost don't want my husband to listen to that article because a little bit, I don't want him to be like, yeah, you see, I don't ever have to mm. do anything straight, you know, sweet for you. And like, because sometimes I'll be like, you don't do this or you don't do that. And a little bit, if, if let's like romantic love, it's been around forever, right? There are poets back, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not good with history, but like really old poets who start, you know, <laughs> started doing this. And all the yeah. way through. So there's obviously like we and, and we're drawn to I mean, I've seen the notebook like 400 times. Uh, there were obviously there's a reason we're so drawn to it, right? Like there must be something inside of us that needs some of that. So, to, it, it, you know, so not to, to interrupt say, you, what? And not to interrupt you, my husband is shaking his head. But what you just said, yes. So I, I, I read this and they said, play, you know, Plato, 
You guys mm-hmm. know Plato. Mm-hmm. He's a Plato. really old poet. He well, he he kind no, of. He was like the he, cave, right? Didn't he do something with the cave, where there's po- darkness in a cave, and you come out of the cave? Plato was a he was a philosopher. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to keep guessing. Hey, he either lived in a cave or put people in caves. So I swear to God, Google it. Something with a cave. <laughs> Bailey, please Google Plato plus cave and see what comes up on Google. Thank and you. if it's, it's going to be, it's we don't be. need to know. But the but but what he basically wrote about was that the only true love that existed was platonic. Plato, Platonic, they named it after him. And that was that the best kind of love that you could ever feel in your life is not romantic love because that is fleeting, but the kind that is built over time and it requires work and it requires endless amounts of energy, but it is the best kind of love that you can feel is Platonic love. They're not saying that romantic love shouldn't and doesn't exist, but that it happens, it's, it's, it happens um, sporadically throughout a relationship, Mm -hmm. but the things that keep a couple together are, is the hard work that happens in between. Right. Basically our expectations are too high. Mm-hmm. And they're not realistic because they've been created by the industry and sold to us and packaged by us for a marketable profit. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to beat a dead horse, but I just, that's how I feel about it because it's like, stop. Because the other problem is we're telling these younger kids who are getting ready to at some point get married that that's what romance and love is about. And it's not. Oh, no. Send them to my house for a little bit. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> the, the best thing my husband can do is wash the dishes because I'm like, you're getting a blowjob. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Wash the dishes. Because here's the thing. Now you've turned me on. Now you because now you've you know what you've said? I care enough because you look tired and I want to do these dishes for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be like, all right, mm-hmm. there you go. I'm suddenly not tired. I, well, I'm well suddenly now I'm turned on because you know and appreciate the fact that I was exhausted at the end of the day and you came in, you stepped in and you did the dishes for me. He's not gonna do the laundry. He's never gonna do the laundry. He's never gonna scrub a toilet. But we can't tell teenagers this. It's depressing. Like, hey, guys, love isn't real. It, not what I said. <laughs> you just got to work and deal with each other's shit. Not what I said. <laughs> I just said that you can't bottle and sell. Well, you can bottle and sell romantic love, but it's not the love that lasts. Mm-hmm. The love that lasts is the love that requires a lot of hard work. The love, like Danielle was sharing, about the hard times through her marriage. We've had those. We, we have had those hard times and potentially could face them again in, in our own marriage, in my marriage. You know, my husband and I were literally butting heads and looking at each other like, I don't know if I want to do this with you anymore. Like, this is so hard, especially when the kids are smaller. You know, like when our kids were smaller and we had, you know, when you have three that close in age and you do and and Danielle does, it is, it's exhausting. It's a lot of work. And there are days where you just roll over and you look at somebody and it's like, no, I don't know. I don't know. What's the matter? Well, she's right. Okay. The allegory of the cave. Got, see, there you see, go. It's a theory put Dad, forward by I might Plato. Be a stay-at-home mom, but college was really a paid-off. Well, read it. What is it? Because I don't remember this. Oh, it's a uh, concerning human perception. He claimed that knowledge gained through the senses is no more than opinion, and that in order, this guy's a buzzkill. Can He's I just a philosopher? Yeah, but I don't like it. All right. <laughs> in order to have real knowledge, we must gain it through philosophical reasoning. Yeah. Imagine a cave in which there are three prisoners. The prisoners are tied to some rocks. Their arms and legs are bound and their head is tied so that they cannot look at anything but the stone wall in front of them. These prisoners have been here since birth and have never seen outside of the cave. Behind the prisoner is a fire and between them is a raised walkway. 
this is long. Yeah. I <laughs> okay. Feel- <laughs> Here's the point. Um, but you're right. Is he, the point. He's a philosopher. <laughs> he philosophizes and, uh, and that's he, cool. Uh, yeah. He, he, and he, yeah, the cave. I, this is depressing I me. I don't, but I don't think it's depressing. What I think you have to do is honestly look at, at, at what it is. I'm not saying there aren't things like my husband did the most romantic thing for me this past weekend. <gasps> oh my gosh. I know. He did the most romantic yeah. thing for me. And here's the thing. It's not something that was packaged and sold in a store. It wasn't like him bringing me flowers or, or sending me chocolates or whatever. This is what romance is 16 years into marriage. We went to Legoland. I had my oldest son who is 13 had to stay back and he had to go to a county wrestling meet. I don't like traveling to family things without all of my children. It's just, it's, I don't like it. So we had to go and we had to go to the park. And every time I would stop in the park, I would count for heads. And I realized I was missing my son. I knew my son wasn't there. I knew I only had the other two children, but every time we'd get off a ride or go to the next thing, I'd go to count and he wasn't there. And I kept saying to my husband, it's like, I'm missing an arm. I'm walking around and I'm missing a part of my body. Like, because he's not with us. And it's just, I don't like the way it feels and whatever. And I kept, I kept probably saying it over and over again. I probably said it so many times. And so my husband managed to get a hold of the, um, the friends of ours who had our son. And after his meet on Saturday morning, my husband made up this ridiculous excuse about mm-hmm. having to poop and have a backache and why he needed to stay in the hotel room while I took the kids to the pool. And he drove an hour and 15 minutes to pick up my son after the wrestling match to bring him back mm. so that he could be with us for the rest of the weekend. Ugh. Oh, that was that. Really that is a, a romantic gesture that cannot be bought or sold. Right. Like to me, Oof. that's what makes it. And he got paid. for you know I'm <laughs> <laughs> And it was and it was just it was like you loved me enough to know that that's what I needed this weekend. Uh, I needed to have all my kids there and it made me happy. I have goosebumps so hard. But you know what I mean? Like that's the kind of stuff that, yes, that's, that makes the marriage happy. That makes, that made me happy. And that made, you know, did we still fight? Sure. Sure we did. But it was one of those things where it's like, I much prefer that to you bringing home flowers and then ignoring me and sit on the couch and and, um, watch TV. No flowers, no flowers, because then you just have to take care of them too. Oh, my dogs are going to bark any second the mailman is here <gasps> did he walk there is he a carrier <laughs> no he's just uh dropping off the mail I mean, my my dogs just bark at everything they just that's all they do yep why were we talking about a mail carrier because the review was a mail carrier oh yeah she, yeah. Said she goes door to door and i was we don't have door-to-door mail carriers here so i got on a sidetrack all so, right <laughs> so so how do we how do we live our life now going forward this is not love this is a delusion and like most delusions things usually don't end well that's how this article is ending. No, it didn't. That's I want to jump out some, of a window. I just took some snippets. Relax. <laughs> what it says is that basically you have to put in the work and you have to know that that relationships ebb and flow. <clears throat> and if, if it's to be sustainable, you have to you cannot expect over the top romantic gestures throughout the course of a marriage. It just doesn't work that way. So you have to pick and choose what you deem to be romantic. Is it is it when they do the dishes for you? Is it um, acts of love or kindness? You know how we talked about the love languages it's those types of things so they say don't don't go into a relationship and think that the big romantic gestures are always going to be there because they're not they're not always they're not right they're not always going to be there and that's not what will sustain a marriage is what this guy was saying mind you 
once again, take it with a grain of salt. I don't know. There, I'm sure there are some guys out there. I bet you there are women listening who are like, uh-uh, my man's amazing. He lives to make me happy. I used to date somebody like that whose main mission in life was to make me happy. He would wake up in the morning the minute his feet hit the ground. Not you, Dave. <laughs> The minute his feet hit the, the ground, it was like, how can I make Tiffany happy today? And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not joking. But how did oh that goodness, relationship what happened end? There? Well, I robbed him and he put me in jail. So not well. Not well. But that's okay. my bad. Right. But it wasn't the right. The, it wasn't the relationship you were supposed to be in. That wasn't who you were supposed to marry is my point. Is I don't know what I thought the response was going to be. I thought you were going to be like... <laughs> Well, I robbed him. (laughs) That's my bad. Want kids? I did. (laughs) No, no, she went to prison. Oh man! Yeah. Oh my god! I love so much more now. That's amazing. See, I wasn't shocked because I already knew that part of the story. But Danielle was like, "Oh my god!" Clearly, I she robbed him and went to jail. You know, I no, I didn't get along with his mom. Like, (laughs) don't. No. His mom was great. Wow. Everything was great. I he really you out? No, he was a cop. Oh. So, yeah, oh my it's in my book. All kinds of strange <laughs> twists and turns here. Uh, I'm fascinated. Well, yes, well. You'll have to read her book. Oh, I am. Yeah. Uh, is there, where's the advanced copy? I'm ready. I got you, girl. Okay. Yeah. Thank we'll, you. We'll send, she'll send you a copy. All right. All right. So when is it really time for couples to go to therapy? Uh, Before they get married. Yeah. Yeah. People often asked when couples should consider therapy. It's common for one partner to be unhappy, feel disconnected, or feel their needs for intimacy aren't being met. So basically the question, this article that I read was talking about um, how or when you should approach couples therapy. Uh, what if one person doesn't want to be involved in couples therapy, uh, you know, like the husband or the wife? Um, or what if, like, do you have to go to couples therapy if certain things happen? And they gave examples like um, uh, cheating, mm. alcoholism, uh, a, a relationship outside of marriage that isn't sexual but was emotional. Um, they had all of these different things. Or, or like your husband or your wife just doesn't help with the household chores or your your husband or wife is constantly um, taking uh, solo trips without you. Like there were all this entire list, right, like of things. So what they were talking about was that couples therapy is really just about having somebody to mediate the communication because mm-hmm. most people don't communicate properly. Agreed. So what do you think, Danielle? Do, do you – have you done couples therapy? Well, it's interesting because – for years, my husband refused. He didn't want to go. Um, I had been in therapy. I have really debilitating OCD and anxiety. Um, so I had done really intense therapy back uh, in my late 20s and early 30s, like real, like three times a week, um, you know, like very intense. And my husband went with me a few times just so that he could understand because he didn't know what the hell was going on with me when I was in like this crazy bout with OCD. Um, and he came with me a few times and then I wanted to continue and do couples therapy because we had so many problems, like even outside the OCD and he never would. Um, and then once we kind of like we started dealing with his alcohol and gambling and, and stuff just really hit rock bottom. 
I sort of gave him an ultimatum and was sort of like, you need to go to therapy or we can go to couples therapy. Um, but one of those needs to happen or I'm not, I'm not doing this. And, um, and he did actually, he just started going to therapy and I go with him sometimes, but we sort of felt like he should go himself first and therapy is expensive. So, you know, so, and, and, and insurance, it's like not easy to get your insurance to cover it. And if you do, you have to get certain, um, people and who knows if that therapist is going to be right for you. There's just so many moving parts. That's another thing they talked about in here. Yeah. Correct. So we, so he started going, I go with him sometimes, but we actually had a marriage therapist on and she was saying that start the conversation super early about therapy. First of all, why are we not proactive about it? Right. Why are we waiting till something's broken to fix it? Um, Why are we not, you know, Mm. like just, sort of from the start saying, we're going to encounter bumps. It's going to happen. I've never, you know, there's not been a marriage, I'm sure, in the history of marriages that hasn't had any bumps. Why are we right. until it's broken? But she was saying that usually uh, you can't convince both spouses to go to therapy. It usually takes six years from the time you first discuss it to actually get into therapy. Wow. So even if you don't need it at that moment, but you're sort of like, you know what? I've heard that we don't have kids yet, but I've heard that once you have kids, it complicates things or we're about to be empty nesters and I don't know how we're going to do with that or whatever it is, you know, it's approaching in some, you know, general capacity, get on it. Yeah. I, I had a tiny taste this weekend when my son wasn't with us of what like a grown and flown like where, you know, empty nesters, what they must feel like. And it was intense, right? To be like, oh my gosh, my kids don't live home anymore. Like, what are we going to do? And that has been a conversation that we've been super proactive about because I was like, look, when they leave, we have to still like each other. Like, cause we're going to be the only ones left here. They're going to, at some point, grow up and leave our home. We have to really still want to be together. Otherwise we did it for, you know, 20 something years and then, you know, kids are gone, boom, we're done. And that has been a fear of mine. So we've been trying to work and I feel like my page, my, my um, Facebook page and my group here and, and, and what we do here, this is like my therapy. Like we get to come on here. We talk each week. We, we, we talk about our feelings. We do all of this individually. We have both seen therapists on and off. Um, we, we see a therapist as a family because of my son, uh, my youngest son who, um, is on the spectrum and has some OCD and other issues. So we do get to speak to a family counselor about, about that. And so that's a great, a a great way that with what we do, but what you said was, was so true because the, the article says couples should seek therapy long before they think they need it. Most experts believe that therapy can be an important part of your relationship. Most issues within a couple start small and then grow into a size where they can't be resolved. This is when therapy can help by giving tools and techniques to improve cons- conflict resolution, explains Christy Overstreet, a licensed mental health counselor. So they said, Couples should really start therapy when things are going well so that they can learn communication tools for when things don't go well because people tend to communicate improperly. I feel like you're yelling at me. No, that was just the point I wanted to get across. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you're – the therapist is the parent. You know, you and your spouse are like brother and sister. Ew. And you can come to an agreement. You're watching too much Game of Thrones. 
and you (laughs) you feel like it's not fair and so you're like mom so-and-so's doing this and well she did this and then the mediator's like guys how about this you know what i mean guys and then they tell guys, the brother you know I mean? and then the brother and sister to have sex like no, where are we going this took a turn it did <laughs> i your turn listen i'm not trying to get weird okay you didn't have to try side note game of thrones they left a coffee cup in the i scene. saw it <laughs> yeah yeah but what i am saying is that do you guys not feel sometimes like your marriage is more like a brother sister it's not fair i did it last time you do it now it's your turn or is it just me? Well, I often no. feel like, I mean, first of all, Adam and I are the first to admit, I think part of why we've gotten into the issue that we're in now, and he's totally not, I'm, I keep talking about him and his alcoholism and, you know, the gambling and whatever. I mean, I, trust me, I'm no picnic either. And I think that like the reason why we were at the place we were at mostly was also that we're both super horrible at adulting like for real I mean neither Mm. of us like I think we're both youngest children we're both like we were both huge partiers growing up we kind of never grew out of the party uh you know a little bit but but still some there and I think that yeah I think there's a lot of that you're talking about like kids and brother and sister or whatever I think that for us there's so much of that immaturity still left and I was also sort of feeling like a lot of times and the you know the therapist kind of hit it the nail on the head I was sort of feeling like I had a fourth kid you know right like he was not he was like going to work every day and doing adult stuff and pretending to be an adult but he was every other part of him was stuck in this like bachelor type mentality and so it was like I my kids would come home from school I'd be dealing with them and then it would be like, okay, well, I know when he comes home, it's going to be all over again. You know, it's like the, the next kid coming home. And yep. so, yeah, so there's, I mean, I don't feel a lot of times I haven't felt like a grown up. Like, don't you kind of sometimes feel like an imposter? Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like there's even the way we fight. I mean, I don't know. I feel like our fighting style is still, it's not my fault. No, it's your fault. No, you started it. No, you, like we're still, right. we're still there. <laughs> right. You know? That's what I, yeah. That's well, exactly what I'm this saying. therapist also goes on to say there are three sides to every story, his side, her side, and, and the, the truth. truth. Right. Which Kimberly Resnick says it's, uh, and the objective third party, which is, either the mediator or the parent, as Tiffany <laughs> so eloquently said. Um, it's their job to, to lend you tools to figure out what the truth actually is. Right. Because I believe I believe that statement at 100%. That's because why you screenshot everything. That's why what? You screenshot everything so that you have proof of everything that's been Scrubs, said. You screenshot everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the whole thing is because I'm seeing it one way. He sees it the other way. And the truth is somewhere in there. But mm-hmm. neither of us are actually headed you know, at the truth of what it is. Because everybody's perspective is different. And that's what where I think it gets murky in, in, uh, in marriage. Because your perspectives can be so different. Yep. On the same topic. Yeah. And and it's hard because we also have to remember, like, the whole thing that's so hard about it is that ultimately you guys are on the same side. Like, ultimately, you want the same things, right? You want happy kids. You want uh, to be successful. You want to, you know, like, that's the thing is that and then you're, you're like fighting with each other about this little stuff when really, you know, the big picture is you're in it together. 
Yes. That reminds me of a meme I saw or like a quote. Um, and it said, it's not you versus your spouse. It's you and your spouse versus the problem. Mm. Yeah. And, and that hit me. I was like, whoa, because I'm a right fighter. And I just want to be right. Even if halfway through the argument, I realize I'm not right. I keep it going. Totally. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. So finding my fault um, has been crucial. My husband used to say, you can never admit when you're wrong. And then I used to like not admit that that was a fact. Mm-hmm. But now I do. And I think, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just like car maintenance. Mm-hmm. You don't want to wait till your car breaks down to change the oil. You just got to get the oil up in there. Right. Well, and up we're also, there. we also like well, from the time we're little, think about how we fight. We fight so much differently than guys. Like they hit each other and it's over, you know, like for us, we keep going and going. And we yeah. want to talk it out and work it out. And, and I just think it's funny yeah. how, sorry. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I'm, I'm one of those, my husband can't stand it, but I'm the needler. And I just like I just keep poking, 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 mm. and it's like, but if you would just listen, he's like, I already heard. Right. Don't say it again. And it's like, but if you didn't understand what I was, and he's like, I understood. And I'm like, well, then why aren't we still talking about it? I knew I he nothing, was going to say I that. Nothing new to say. Yeah, but that's that's we do we fight very differently, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, but yeah, I think I yeah I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. Marriage is tough. Yeah, definitely. Next, next page. It's awkward because he's sitting right there. It's not awkward. <laughs> Imagine how my podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, Love and Marriage is brought to you by Meredith, Tiffany, and Danielle because we are all spectacular wives. <laughs> so we're going to promote ourselves. Love it. Well, you're, I- we're you're, you're going to promote you. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have anything to promote. So Danielle, <laughs> what do you got going on? <laughs> oh boy, what do I got going on? Just you know, just the podcast, basically. Just yeah, download it. But you know, do do, do don't listen it. in front of the kids. That's all I gotta say. Do not listen yeah. in front of the kids. It is uh, we boy. When I say we don't hold back, I really mean like we don't hold back. So um, is there language? Oh, there's all kinds of language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Do you guys do videos as <laughs> <laughs> the After Hours podcast? <laughs> I mean, do you guys ever do videos together? Like not in a weird way, but like. <laughs> Um, no like on to topics, that, trust me. like not Skinamax, you right? Mean, yeah. Um, I mean, if you do, I'd like to know. But my husband, my, right? No, you don't trust me. Oh my god, no, you don't. Uh, my <laughs> husband um, does. I mean, we have like a YouTube channel. We don't. We want to do more videos. My husband is like he thinks he's a bartender. He's like a makeshift. He loves to like his favorite thing is to have somebody over and like make them the best drink in the world. And they're like ooing and awing about it. Um, so he has some videos where he like pretends he's a bartender and you know shows his fun drinks to make and uh but no not not too many videos just you know just really the the podcast has been it's it's all we have time for i hear that you know so time consuming and it's yeah it's crazy and that say the name of the podcast one more time it's marriage and martinis perfect yeah and uh it's yeah it's it's you know we we definitely we we put it all out there and it's funny it's really funny too i have to say not to toot my own horn, but we're friggin' hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So That's so funny. Awesome. Mine could be funnier if I had a co-host with what? humor. <laughs> <laughs> it's your line, J.K. All right. In love and marriage, we are going to discuss eleven ways marriage can change when you have a baby, according to moms. Now, this article, 
I agree with some and disagree with others. So I figure we could read it and then you could say either agree, disagree, maybe give a quick reason why because there are 11 of them. But some of them I just thought were like, man, bullshit. Right. All right. So quality time together is going to look a little different now than it did when it was just the two of you. Agree or disagree? Agree AF. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Agree. Because like I said before, quality time could be uh, before. You could be picnicking, right? No, you didn't. <laughs> you could be picnicking with, with the love of your life. Now, no it, picnics. No picnics. <laughs> no picnics. But you might sit and eat fast food alone in the car and get 20 minutes before somebody screams or lights a house on fire. Mm-hmm. That's solid quality time. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. You can become even more of a unit when you go through hardships together. Agree or disagree? I agree, but it's it's hard as anything to get there. Yeah. yeah, I agree. They they the this they made this seem like it was way happier than than it was. Right? They were like, it's so great when you finally feel like a a solid unit and you can like battle everything together. And it's like, well, it's a battle to get there. Right. And right. even then, it's really hard, especially when you're going through something like we've had some medical like major medical things over the past um 5 or 6 years and that's been that was difficult on both of us units solid units oh my god i feel like Sorry. after you go through a hardship you need a solid unit <laughs> if you know what i mean was that a penis joke <laughs> it was okay Danielle, are you still there? I'm oh, here. Whoa. Okay, sorry. What do you think of this one? All you, right. Your next. love for one another grows stronger through the love. Oh, never mind. I misread it. <laughs> what did you think it said? <laughs> I thought it said your love for one another grows stronger than the love you share for your child. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, disagree. No. So the love you share for, for one another grows stronger through the love you share for your child or your children. I feel like for some people probably, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. I mean, because it, it's a whole different set of complications, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. Well, and, and you know, what else is hard is that if you parent differently, that can be, that can cause issues. If you, when you have different parenting styles, as I think most people do have different parenting styles. Or if only one of you parents. <laughs> exactly. Or yeah. if only one of you parents. That's where my good. head was at when uh-huh. I read that. It's like sometimes I'm like, hello. Right. Do you not care if your kid's going to choke? Why are you not paying attention while they're eating hot dogs, which is the number one leading choking cause of children? <laughs> <laughs> you and your facts. I'm just saying that like there are often times where I'm I th- I feel like, you know, maybe it, of course it's the mom and the woman and me, but I feel like I love my kids more. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think that that's true. I think that it's just they love them like everything else. We do it differently. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I know exactly how you feel, especially when they were when they were younger, because my husband was not as involved when the kids were smaller. Right. He's definitely way more involved now that he can take Brian golfing and he can, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was not like when they were babies, it wasn't like a 50-50 split whatsoever. Right. No, no, no part of our marriage was a 50-50 split in the first 10 years. And that's why 50 50 thing is BS anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but, but what I'm saying is it was like 90, 10. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why are you, why are you making that face? Were you not there? Sorry. 
No, you weren't. That's right. <laughs> okay, this is taking a dark turn. No, it's fine. We've talked about it. It's just, it was a very, he worked all the time and I worked and took care of the kids. And that's what, what it was. It was tough. It was not easy. And there were times where we just, I looked at him and I thought I'd hit you with a car if I were in a car right now. <laughs> and you were under the wheel. I'd run you right over. Well, I'm glad you didn't. No, I, I mean. We need somebody to manage. Right. We need somebody to do this podcast with us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, knowing that you're a role model might inspire you to adopt better, healthier habits. Yeah. You'd think. Do you th- no, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> I think that one is also kind of tough because it's like at times, absolutely you do and you want to. And other times you're like, screw this. Life is hard. And it's also so hard. Like, you know, what you you keep saying, like I say to my kids all the time, I'm like, you have to put your shoes away. You have to do this. You have to do that. I don't do any of that stuff, you know, but, (laughs) but then I like expect them to do it. And so they're like, but you don't do it. I'm like, I know, but I deserve not to do it. (laughs) My mom used to always say, do as I say, not as I do. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, that's hypocritical, Tina. Tina, Yeah. A little bit like we've earned it. I don't know when they're like, well, why can you curse? And I can't because I do sometimes, you know, I have a pretty bad mouth. I don't always like filter it in front of the kids. And I'm always like, but when you're 40 with three kids, curse all you want, girl. You know, like it's, I have earned it. So, when you pay rent, that's right. Yeah, you you could drop some f bombs in this. There you house. go. There you go. Well, I was standing at the. Uh, we were in at Legoland, and we were in having breakfast, and I was pouring my coffee. And Sophia comes up to me, and she was getting ready to hit up the soda machine at breakfast. And I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me! You may have water. Enough is enough. You are addicted to sugar." And I turned around, put eight packets of sugar in my coffee. <laughs> And I looked at myself and I was like, I am also addicted to sugar. Look at me. And I literally looked at her and gave her this look. And I was like, you will not have a soda beverage this morning. Like, because we don't buy soda at home. So they were hitting up that soda machine. Like it was the, they were like, can I have another Coke? And I was like, no, no, you're, you're literally, you had way too much sugar. And honestly, since we left Legoland, they've had a headache and it's like you're detoxing. I was surprised to see you give them soda, honestly. I Well, it's like when you're, look, I you can't keep everything strict all the time, right? right? Like here's the deal. And our house is like, no, I'm not buying you soda. You can't have that crap. If we're going to go out and it's like we're going to Legoland, we're doing it, we're, tur- we're getting turnt. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Are we getting turnt? Yep, that's it. Um, okay, you can have one. But they were like, they had probably 15 Slurpees, Tiffany. They kept hitting up the free refills at the Slurpee places. And at one point, Brian's eye was twitching. I couldn't get him to stop. I was like, enough. But they were. They were turnt as could be. All right. <laughs> Um, if you're it both- doesn't <laughs> sound cool when you say <laughs> they were turned as could be little turned bees. Uh, Sorry, I don't if know. you're both working, stress levels will run high. Obviously, agreed. Oh, definitely. Uh, here you go, Tiff. Mothers. Sorry, I'm not supposed to say Tiff. I'm not supposed to call you Tiff. Dave says it sounds stupid when I do that. Really, Tiffany? Why does it sound stupid? He said it sounds stupid when I say it. Um, mothers will often take on a nurturing role right, for the entire house. Mm. yeah agreed no yeah no. danielle yeah i mean like oh. the like the mental load we just yeah we just did an episode about the mental load and how we literally carry like the mental load for every like all the invisible tasks that we do that nobody knows about right mm. yeah. you know think about your day and 
all the stuff that you do and like nobody sees, nobody thinks about it, nobody knows that and we that wears on us all day. Like the men Yeah, why doesn't the invisible stuff count? Well, it counts to us, but nobody right, else but, sees it. But that's stupid. That's why I make announcements. Right. <laughs> I am emptying the filter right now, everyone. Did you guys see that empty trash bag in the garbage? You're welcome. Right. right. Yeah. But it's true. And like, and think about, I mean, my husband is never up at night. Like, why didn't he get invited to that play date? And why didn't, why didn't he get invited to that birthday party? Like, he's never up worrying about that stuff. It's all me. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I've never heard him be like, I couldn't sleep last night. I just wanted to know <laughs> why did he get such a bad grade on his math test? Like never, right. ever. Our brains are so different. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Agreed. All right. Um, Ways you, that your uh, marriage has changed since having kids. You're going to have to actively choose to make your marriage a priority every day. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of work. Work, yeah, it's not, yeah, work, work, work. I mean, but work, I guess, work. yeah, I mean, every day work. is, you know, that's man, that's every many day days, hard, you know, like it's, it's, it's uh, can we do like every third day? <laughs> <laughs> is that an option? <laughs> no, well, and I think some days when you're just like, you're toast, you know, yeah. and you can't, like, toast. your husband comes home or you come home or whatever, your spouse, and like, you're, you, you're like, I. Yeah, you could sit with me on the couch, but don't expect anything from me. Just let's just mm-hmm. be, you know. Don't don't expect a tug and a tickle. No, nothing. Don't even expect what? Like, yeah. Let's a just grunt at each other and not even use words oh. in a sexual way. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Meredith, are you fe- I are grunt. you going through some what? No. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Just get it. Oh my God. <laughs> I can picture it. <laughs> Are we back to play? I know. We're in the cave. <laughs> Parenting brings out the good, the bad, and the ugly in your partner and yourself, but it makes you stronger. I don't know. I'm even like, just like thinking about marriage this much As is me. making me want to fall asleep. Did you get a headache? <laughs> <laughs> now you can't even have sex tonight. I, oh, I have a headache. Right. Oh gosh, your marriage becomes the example of love and safety your children depend on. That's sad. That's scary. It's scary. Why is it sad? Because like love and safe like they don't see either of those things I feel like in my house I I also feel like I want my kids to know like we fight in front of our kids I mean we're definitely affectionate in front of our kids too but I also don't want my kids to go into marriage and like have a first fight with their spouse and be like oh crap my, I know. Well, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know Apparently. that this happens. You know, I want them to be well prepared. That, that so you know, that- we have we have video cameras on the outside of our house, and we did that because um, we want murder, murder, and so <laughs> uh, the a couple of weeks ago we were fighting in the kitchen, and my husband was like, "I'm out," and he left. So I did what everybody does, and I followed him because I was like, "We're not done." So I walked outside, and we stood on the on the front porch, continuing to have this argument. And my daughter went into the office to look at the monitors <laughs> to watch us fight outside. I love her so much. And then, and said nothing about it until later on when we were in public with a bunch of people, and she was like, "Hey, mom, you remember that time you and dad fought outside on the porch? I watched the whole thing on the video cameras." <laughs> 
was like, shut up, child. Go where's, away. Least, where's the at video? At least it was just fighting. Let's just go there for a second. Yeah, but I was like, but but because we do fight in front of them, but sometimes he makes that difficult because he runs away from me. And so then I have to go and find him to continue the fight. I have to track how every good Lifetime movie starts. I had to yes. track him down. Right. So yeah. it was like, but it's like, because I'm the person who can't, it, and I'm not done until it's done. He's the person that's like, time out. I don't want to do this anymore. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm not done. I have more to say. Mm. I have so much to say about why I'm, you're wrong right now. And I have to find him. So when he goes outside, <laughs> I have to hunt him down. So creepy. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, but we do definitely fight in front of the kids. Um, we try not to scream. Like, but we will like have arguments, but sometimes I'm not going to lie. Sometimes screaming is involved. That one time, that one time my husband bought a boat with a hole in it. (laughs) I screamed. There was screaming involved. My neighbors came out and then looked at me and I looked at them and then they turned around and went back in their house. Yeah. I'm a screamer. I'm a screamer. I was thinking so deeply about marriage and how things change. And honestly, though, like I, some of this is hard to relate to because I married my husband five months after meeting him and I was three months pregnant. So like there really was no relationship before marriage and kids. Cause like we had a kid five seconds after meeting, but yeah, I wonder for people like you, you guys have been together since high school. So you used to be able to just get it in and out of the car. No problem. No one, but we were, but in terms of, we were only married for two and a half years before we had a kid. Which sounds, when you're saying it was five months for you, sounds like a long time. But two and a half years, when you look back, is a blink. Like, we had kids that's early. marriage. Weren't you guys dating for a long time before that? Yeah, but that's not, that's totally different. Is marriage? That? Yeah, it is. What's the difference between well, marriage plus and we dating? Were, we were no so kids. young. <laughs> we were so young. I had my first kid at 25. I feel like that's so young. When did you have your first, Danielle? I had my daughter at 27. Yeah, we got married at 24. So we were young too. But did you even have like any other serious relationships before you were married? Because if you guys have been together since high school. Yeah, I had, I had one. Yeah, I had one. We were on a break. (laughs) Which was always me. I've, I have made it clear that my husband was always the better partner in our relationship. And I was always the worst partner. Oh, he is. He's by far the the better the better of the two. It's always Whoa. he's the better half. Oh, wow. well, that's a he nice is. thing to say. But he is. But he is. And now, but I feel like I've kind of been a like I've been a good wife. Mm-hmm. I was not a good girlfriend, okay. and I was not a good. I was not you have to be a good girlfriend. I feel like who needs to be a good girlfriend. I don't know. Maybe there's a club for being for that. A wife. I wasn't in don't, it. Don't waste it. Well, but that's the whole. I kind of feel like no. I was definitely a crappy girlfriend. But I've. But I have really put my all into this whole wife thing. Like I'm. Like like I am. Like I'm. Tr- I'm working hard. Yeah. But no, he was absolutely the better. Uh, the better uh, partner prior to that. But then you know stuff gets really real when you're married, and then you start having kids, and it's like oh my god, you know. Yeah. So you like it's you better be all in because shit's real and it hits a fan fast and frequently so what about but, yeah, how do you guys no. stand on like date night and vacations alone we've never vacationed alone we have oh well yeah that's true Quote, i guess unquote. he's he's definitely done some golf trips where mm-hmm. he goes and he hangs with his friends which i totally encourage because he should have time to go hang out with his friends and do those things do you guys go to strip clubs 
Why'd you look away? You look down to the left. Ah. According to Criminal Minds, ah. that is a lie. That is a lie. No, and I wouldn't care if he did. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Oh. What's like, what's he like, going to, what's he, I mean, like, what's looking at a pair of titties? I don't care. Oh, if you want to hear our strip club story, you need to download the guilt episode of my podcast. Oh, right, I will do. That is, uh, yes, there is a strip club story in there for you. I, to me, I would definitely tell you probably the first 10 years of our marriage, if I had heard he had gone, I would have been super upset and felt violated now and moving forward. Okay. You wanted to look at some, to- some titty totties? Cool. Like, I don't have any to offer him. I literally have none. So, and, and here's the other thing. I'm the least sexiest thing on the planet. So if I attempted to, like, take off my shirt in a sexual manner and, like, shimmy, he'd vomit because it's not attractive. Yeah, but you like, have those his girls kids, know what so they're you're doing. you're definitely, like, that makes you, I mean, sexy is all, like, that's very. Well, I'm not saying he doesn't want to jump on me frequently. I was going to say, right. you like, guys we, do it a lot. We have plenty of sex. What right. I'm saying is if, if he has an interest in looking at something else because it's a, attra- I've looked at, I've looked at on a movie, a pair of, a pair of very a- attractive toddies and thought, wow, oh, like, yeah. those are beautiful definitely. breasts that woman has, you know? Or like, wow, what a great ass. You know, I don't want to go to okay, a strip but club. Would you be on a movie like, wow, look at that nut sack? <laughs> I don't think so. Right? Because I, would, I don't I think those do are attractive. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've, I Bad hope, example. Yeah. I think <laughs> nut sacks are pretty awful in general. Exactly. Um, I've definitely Googled it like a, a nice set of abs on a male oh, yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. oh. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my. That's not the same. That's not a sexual organ. I mean, it can be, but I don't know. I'm jealous. I don't know. To but, me, uh, it's kind of like. Clubs? Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I, I've, see, gone, I don't, but we've gone together before. I'm good with that. Oh, no. Even though I don't I don't particularly, like, love it. We did it, you know, like, kind of just to do it. But I, I more was like. All right, we could go together because that's something for both of us. But the whole, yeah, it's there's a lot of backstory. But uh, mm-hmm. I just, I kind of feel like if everybody's being honest about it, like if he, like if he didn't tell me he was going, and then I found out later, I'd probably be perturbed. If he was like, "Hey, this is where we're going, and this is what we're doing," I'd be like, "All right, cool. Call me after. I want to know guess, what, what yeah. happened." Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I guess it also depends on like, you know, how often and what are the circumstances and, you know, there's. Uh, Yeah, I think it would definitely be bothersome if this was like a weekly trip and it's like, yeah, I got to go meet up with uh, uh, Sparkles and it's like, um, (laughs) no, no, you don't. Okay, it's it's PTO Wednesday (laughs) and you're not going to go hang out with Sparkles. Okay, but I'm talking about like a rare occasion where he goes with his golf buddies if something were to come up. And I don't know. When's the last time you were at a strip club? Did you just see down to the left? I'm telling you. Were we married? We, so you haven't been to a strip club since we've been married. Well, you got so drunk, you passed out in the parking lot of the strip club. That's on you. Um, so I guess he's not been to one. She yeah, spiked your out. drink so that you wouldn't. <laughs> no, make we it. weren't together. <laughs> But but that's the whole thing is it, it's it's like you know okay N- mind you I've not been to one either like I have no interest in it but I used um, to work at one so awesome just got real quiet <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I'm just here you know I don't know I did 
Dixie. Dixie? <laughs> no, it's not. Was it really your name? <laughs> <laughs> I was not a dancer. No, I was a bartender. I'm just, I'm just teasing. No, but I just I I not that I there's know. anything wrong with it. I think a lot of things change in a marriage and you you have to you have to pick your battles and you have to decide what is worth, you know, fighting over or being upset over. And um <sighs> And don't compare. The grass is always greener on the right. other side. Absolutely. And that's going to, that's the downfall of a lot of people is they're looking for this invisible thing. They don't realize that couple who looks so cute across the restaurant, he could be beating her behind closed doors. You know what I mean? Well, and I think a lot of people aren't honest in what they put up and they portray because then six months later you hear like they got divorced or mm-hmm. we just had this whole I think we talked about it on the podcast. I don't remember, but my husband and I were just chatting about how recently I've seen three or four couples locally who were friends with post like, um, and it's not like they even made a post. It was just like status on Facebook changes to single. And then all of a sudden you see a picture of somebody else up and it's like, holy crap, like right. what happened? It was like, I saw you guys at the last whatever fundraiser and everything was great. You were talking about how great everything was. And now there's a picture of you and some other woman or you and some other dude. And um, it happened in a per- the professional sense that I've seen a lot of people who have recently gotten divorced. And I looked at my husband and I was like, oh, my God, are we OK? Like, I just feel like it's happening everywhere. Everybody's getting divorced. Everybody's mm. leaving each other. What's going on? Are we OK? Are we OK? And he's like, why are you getting all ramped up? If they're getting divorced, we're not. Statistically, Oh yeah, we did odds are better that. for us. And I was like, that's a terrible way to look at it. But um, it, because you just worry. But a lot of people aren't honest about what they're going through and they don't put it out there. And then you just the Facebook status flips and you see them out and it's like, Oh, not married anymore. It makes okay. you question everything. It does. Well, that's interesting with, with what, what, going back to what we were saying about the romance and like the package thing and everything. Cause sometimes like if you even look at celebrities, a lot of the time, you know, you get jealous. Like you'd be like, Oh, this, he bought her a yacht and look at the ring he got her and this <laughs> oh, and that. Bought her a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and you look at it and you're like, Oh, you know, that, that kind of sounds nice. Like, you know, I, I'd like somebody to buy me a yacht. And, you know, the next day it's like they're broken up. They're getting divorced. Like, yeah, there, there's so much, you know, there's, there's, that's why the, the whole romantic thing also is sort of like, what does it really prove? Nothing. It proves nothing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I do. So, yeah, I just, I, I think, mar- you know, to, to, the bottom line is marriage is a lot of work. There's a lot of wonderful parts and components to marriage. Communication is important, but it has to be the right type of communication. And every day, I think you do have to actively make a choice to to be involved and be present. And it's not easy. And there are days you will fail at that. I, I was annoying the piss out of him yesterday. Everything I did annoyed him yesterday. Even my apology for being annoying annoyed him yesterday. <laughs> And I was like, I'm really not trying to be annoying. I'm just trying to say I'm sorry. And then like I farted and then he got mad at me because I farted. And he was like, you farted next to me. And I was like, but I was apologizing. And he's like, so why did you fart in the middle of the apology? And I'm like, I had to do I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. Like what? it didn't, it was, and then he was mad at me because I farted. And then I was just like, no, I can't do anything right today. Like it was Meredith, you farted in the middle of an apology. I had guess. 
I'm just oh, being honest. My gosh. I'm just being honest, but even that annoyed him. That's I have to say also that you were talking about like, you know, if you, he did the dishes, he, you know, he'd get a blow job and all of that. But right. I also have to say, and I agree with that housework, you know, chore play, whatever you want to call it. I, chore I, play. I what? love that. <laughs> I also have to say though, that like the times that we've like we've gone into New York a few times and we'll like go for a nice dinner we'll go to Bloomingdale's and you know my husband will be like pick out you know not anything you want but you know pick out something nice for yourself let me tell you he's gonna get a after that too so you know it's a whole different kind of romance you know like there's something about a Bloomingdale's bag and a nice dinner and a nice bottle of wine that you know is that's the more packaged but I kind of enjoy it not gonna lie yeah of course of, of course <laughs> yeah and I, I, I don't terrible kid all the time you know it's a it's a right. once in a while thing right and like I'm a bad gift giver so I always and my husband is a really good gift giver so I will always tell my husband like look your birthday is coming I want you to have something that you're really gonna enjoy and that you really really like I don't want to pretend to know what you want <laughs> again it's like mm-hmm. you know so it's like what what do you actually want and so he knows like he'll take his time and research it and figure out what he wants to get for his birthday. And then I'm like, happy birthday. And I did nothing. Right. But it's like, we're honest enough to say to each other, like, look, I want you to have something that's going to make you so happy and so excited, but I don't know what you want. And I don't want to buy you something you're going to return. So take your time, figure out what you want. And then I will say happy birthday to you when you open it. (laughs) What do you, uh, what do you guys want for mother's day? What did you ask for? Oh, we don't do gifts for a lot of things like, but Dave's the best gift giver ever. So I don't believe that. But we, well, and I'm talking milestone stuff like 10 year anniversary, 15 year anniversary. Uh, Like it's not busting your butt and being a mom all year round is a milestone. You made it another year without. (sighs) Is it? We're going to the national parks to go camping. I wouldn't call it you a don't sound... vacation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, right. I saw the pictures. Yeah, right. It's glamping. Well, because I don't sleep on the ground. Yeah, but I don't it, even own a tent. It looks beautiful. I would die out there. <laughs> what about you, Danielle? <laughs> I mean, you know, what everyone mom wants. I want to sleep in. I want some alone time. I want to really not be with my kids on Mother's Day. <laughs> No, I hear that. I was like that. I'd like some alone time. But, you know, I mean, as far as like, what do I want? Yeah, I'd like my husband to like hand me a gift card to my favorite store and be like, just go ahead. I'll watch the kids while you go get, you know, Mm. whatever, wherever that is. But just something. Yeah, I'm going to be at I'm going to be at a gymnastics competition with my daughter Mm. on Mother's Day. It's so mothery. Me, I, well, it would have been a hotel, but ever since I started touring, I'm in a hotel by myself all the time and it makes me sad. Yeah. I want to be with my kids, but I couldn't think of a gift that I wanted because I have so many like things. So my freaking husband came up with the greatest idea ever. I'm shocked. Okay. Let's hear it. He's like, what if we take $200 and buy 10 $20 gifts, put them in bags and drive around to parks and stuff and give moms these $20 gift bags with $20 worth of Stop gifts it. in them. So that is swear. amazing. So <gasps> find like 10 moms around town, whether it be at like a shelter or, oh my, you know, walking down the street with their kids. Is that a form of kids. romance? 
I, I listen when I tell you I was so impressed and turned on. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, because that's right up my alley. I'm a huge fan of like making people happy. It's a weird. So when are you going to go do it? Oh, on you Mother's video Day? that. Yeah, on cool. Mother's. Well, no, I don't want to video it because I don't. That's not. You know, I don't want people to think that's why we did oh, it. I so see. we're not right, going right, to video right, it. Okay. But I'm just so excited, and I was so impressed because he knows, like. You know what I mean? If I want not to sound I'm not rich, obviously, but like if I wanted something like if I wanted lipstick, I could have it. If I wanted, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, a spa day, I could have it. But this mm -hmm. is so much more special because, because it's an experience. It's an experience. And that's what I've been big on lately is instead of getting gifts for others, let's get let's treat them to an experience, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. which is why I, I, I think that it's so important that you take the time. To, and that's what this this camping trip that we're going on is for the kids because we only have so many summers left before they start leaving the nest for college. It's like, we need to go experience things together because those are where the memories are. And these are mm -hmm. going to have great, these will be very uh, lasting memories for you because it's near and dear to your heart. Oh, yeah. And he thought of it. Oh my gosh. And so that's a, that's a great package. Right I was there. like, did you Google, like, where'd you get this idea? See how excited it gets you. Yeah. He's like, I love it. I thought of it myself. <laughs> oh all right that was a long one geez yeah sorry that's okay join us next week for another episode of take it or leave it an advice ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no i <laughs> how many times have we gotten this wrong I was just thinking about Danielle and about how we should have said goodbye to her before ending it. We don't. We say <laughs> goodbye to her on the next page. Oh, I think. no, there's no next it's page. Cool. It's cool. I'm good. It's cool. No I'm sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> so, Danielle, it was a pleasure having you on the show. We we actually ran way late because so we sorry. had so much to talk about. So I apologize I mean, for I the time. Too much. I apologize. I tended to no, no, it was great. We Thank had you. Such a great episode. It was so fun chatting with you. Thank you guys um, so much for having me. And I love the the podcast is hilarious. It's so fun. It was like a total honor for me to be on. And oh, I, I love it. I love that you two awesome ladies are doing the podcast thing and all the other stuff that you're doing. You are killing it. And it's awesome. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you. We do appreciate it. And next time you come on, you have to bring your deadbeat husband. I definitely, I promise you, I will. He would love okay. to be here. Love it. Awesome. So Danielle, Adam, marriage and martinis. Yeah. Google check it. Check it out. Thank you. Podcast, Instagram, funny stuff, people, funny stuff. Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye Join us next week for, are you done recording? Oh, <laughs> He took his headphones off and left. <laughs> Join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have, who have no, no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. <laughs>